The TV told me that if I eat bugs and pay more money to the government, my weather will be gooder. The Kate Daly Show starts now. to need to travel in the very near future. It will not be a visa. It will not be a passport. It will be permission and it will be biometric. Starting next year and fully enforced in the year 2025, you'll need travel authorization to enter most European countries. This information comes from the European Travel Information and Authorization System. You will need to apply in advance. It will cost you eight bucks. They will use fingerprints and facial scans. And there are people who say, well, I'm not going to accept this. I'm not going to comply. Fine. Don't comply. Don't travel. Yikes. Welcome. Kay Daly Show on a Thursday. So glad to have you listening. And of course, I've got Uncle Milty with me. Hey. How are you? And, uh, and then, of course, we have Chris Ann Hall, our constitutional expert and attorney who joins us every Thursday, which I love, by the way, and has been doing this for years to educate the masses. Uh, She does uh, all kinds of education all throughout the country with sheriffs, you name it. I mean, the best thing you could do is get her to your town and instructing your sheriffs and your legislators because they really need to hear a message about the Constitution. I welcome you, Chris Hall. We welcome you. How are you? Oh, I'm fabulous. And I can come and talk to your civic groups, your business groups. Your churches, your, your public, schools. your citizenry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's just an amazing thing that that we are blessed to be able to do. And yeah. 2024 is kicking off huge with a bunch of meetings in Texas. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And and why? I'm still looking to get to, you know, your town. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. In fact, we love having you here. Oh my gosh, you always get a very very large crowd here and I, you know, your 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 teaching is so instrumental and I wish people could realize how much they we don't know about the constitution, what we really what we really need to understand about it because putting a body in the seat at a meeting doesn't work unless that person knows what they're there for and what to fight for. And Right, I, and yeah. having somebody that can give a good speech and quote the Founding Fathers is, is not enough. Right, You know, right. I, I, You see these things that, that people say it's not, it's not enough, I don't know, to, whatever this, you got to, we don't need to rewrite the Constitution, we need to read the Constitution. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Well, let me just mention to you that it's, it's more than reading it. Hmm. It really is, because it's about understanding it's right. about reading comprehension. It's about really knowing what it's about and what it means. You can read a lot of things, but it doesn't have meaning. And that's what we help people do. We help people understand what it actually means. And then, I mean, my biggest blessing and my biggest goal is to dispel this national lie that has been placed on the American people by decades of government education that the Constitution is complicated, that you are too stupid to know what it means, Mm -hmm. that if you're not a lawyer or a politician, as if, you know, some great white dove lands on your head and imparts you with all your knowledge once you be stop being a dentist and start being a representative, you know, it's just amazing to me, the arrogance that comes along with that. But we as a people have to understand that the Constitution was written for us. It wasn't yeah. written for scholars. Right. And it's not complicated. And that's one of the greatest things that I love to do. Mm-hmm. Because as you said, we got to know. Because not knowing yeah. is the destruction. 
Yes, and it's not ever-changing either. Uncle Milty? Well, I, for one, am giving all my grandchildren a copy of Sovereign Duty for Christmas. Oh, you Yay! have great books. Oh, my gosh, I hope people get your books. Oh, please, videos, Thank books. You. Thank you. You. Well, I have posted on social media. We, I told you we, I wanted to talk about this today because this yes. is a really big thing going around a lot of conservative, a lot of Christian circles. So I'm begging, and I don't usually do this. You can vouch for me, Kate. Mm-hmm. I don't usually do this, but I'm begging people to go to my social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on X. I'm on LinkedIn. Yep. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. But okay. I made a post today, and there's this hubbub going on about the fact that there was a satanic uh, display put up at the Iowa Capitol building. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, HuffPost did an article about how the Republicans are in a lather over this and Christians are screaming about having it pulled down and we must ban this. Here's the problem, okay? If Christians are going to continue to beg for government to put up Christian displays in the government buildings, then we must understand that you cannot censor other Mm -hmm. religions or ideologies from doing the same thing. Liberty demands equal access, and all taxpayers pay for that building. So if Christians are going to demand that their religious symbols be displayed, then you must allow all taxpayers to be equally represented, no matter what their views are. Yep. The so bottom true. line is this, Kate, mm-hmm. and I know Milty's going to give me a big M- amen. <laughs> Christians okay. need to concentrate uh-huh. on getting the religious symbols, their teachings in their homes mm-hmm. and in their churches, and mm-hmm. stop having the government do their duty. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> no, it's it doesn't the truth. belong there. Government, the whole principle mm-hmm. behind religious liberty that was fought for, not just established, but actually fought for by our Christian founding fathers was, and I quote, that all would be equally free, Jews, Turk, pagans, you can add Satanists in there, and Christians, yeah. because liberty has to be for all, or it is for none. So you can scream and cry and tout all day that America is a Christian nation, but along with that Christian nationality, along with that Christian ideology, you must understand that that means government cannot choose religion. Christianity, true Christianity, true liberty established by Christ establishes that government cannot prefer one religion or another, and we cannot have government censoring one religion or another, because the next thing you know, the government that has the sword to censor Christ, that has the sword to censor the Satanists, also carries the sword to censor the Christians. And so we must be the ones that promote liberty for all, Mm -hmm. or we ourselves will have no liberty. 
Amen. I got to say amen too. Yep. Um, and so what are you asking people to do? Because I know a lot of people are wringing their hands and wringing our hands isn't going to work. What do you tell people to do in your Patriot message this Christmas? Stop telling government mm-hmm. to do religion. Okay. Okay. Liberty says, this is what Liberty says. Liberty says that if you serve in government, mm-hmm. You can serve as a Christian. Right. Liberty also says government has no business serving religion. Yeah. You've got to understand the distinction. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you can't be a Christian with Christian morality and Christian ideology and Christian view and serve according to the dictates of your conscience in government. But you cannot have government serving your religion. That can't happen, because then, you know, what happens when you have a Muslim, uh, an Islamic government, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Then Christians have no rights. I right. mean, it's it's really a double-edged sword. And, and here's what Thomas Paine wrote in 1795, and he wrote this based on what he called the first principles of government. Mm-hmm. He said, look, he said, uh, if you wish to have liberty, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You must guard even your enemy from oppression, yeah. for the precedent that you establish for your enemy will soon catch up to you. And these are the first principles of government. We have to understand that. What I tell people to do is open your Bible in your home, open your Bible in your church, mm-hmm. and you won't have to have government open the Bible for you. Nice. Yep. I love it. You cannot spread the gospel by force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and true. what's interesting is is that that uh, James Madison and and Thomas Jefferson wrote some really amazing uh, documents about this very principle in seventeen mm-hmm. between seventeen ninety eight and eighteen hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what's very interesting is is that in James Madison's dissertation on this, he said something that should really smack us in the face. He said, God does not need the arm of man to promote the gospel. Hmm. Or the arm of government, sorry. The arm of government to promote gospel. He said, as a matter of fact, whenever government takes up that task, it always works to the contrary. Right, right. Well, you're right. I mean, you can be disgusted by it. I am. I can be mad about it. I can, yes. It can offend me, my senses and offend me um, spiritually and, and personally. Yes. But I don't want government it should, governing but, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, yeah. look, it's, it's a reflection on society. Yes. But the reality is the response is not government-led censorship. Mm-hmm. The response is the church getting out of the building and getting in the hedges and the highways and spreading the gospel so that the Holy Spirit yeah. activates in these people yeah. and they leave the Church of Satan. Yep. So I, I just want to sit here in silence because I want everyone to just grab what you just said because that is that is truly we need to bring it back into our homes and around the kitchen table and we need to be talking about it consistently and shore our kids up with some form of testimony because that's what's really going to help them and uh yeah. and be offended it's fine i was just reviewing the the white house christmas message and it was devoid of anything Christmas. Uh, And it was really weird. But at the same time, it's a reflection of who those people are that put the message out. Right. So, yeah. And it's about people taking a stand. Yeah. 
Can I? Do I have time to tell a little short you have story? Thirty-five seconds. Go for it. Okay, so we just helped a mother in New York mm-hmm. because her child's school stopped her son mm-hmm. from handing out Christmas cards to his schoolmates. And the mother contacted our, our civil rights law firm and said, this doesn't sound right. I'm going to meet with the principal. What do I need to say? Mm-hmm. And we told her what to say. And now the school said, you're right, we're wrong, and gave the cards back to the child. And he is now able to hand them out to his classmates. Parents have to take a stand. Yep. You're right. You're 100% right. We'll leave it right there. I really appreciate all the work you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really interesting. Thank you. God bless you guys. You God guys bless too. You. All Merry right. We, we shall be right back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com.